everybody, this is Lindsay Monroe. I am walking across the country from South Carolina to hopefully San Francisco. So I hope you uh, listen in and enjoy the trip. Oh, Lindsay's got a plan to walk from sea to shining sea and meet the many people who make up this country. So turn in every week to hear her stories along the way as Lindsay walks across the USA. Hi, this is Jacob Haller. And uh, before I get to the call with Lindsay, I just, there was some audio problems at my end at the end. So I had to kind of edit around it. And there's some information that didn't quite make it through from that. So I just wanted to put a little extra at the beginning of here. Uh, so at the end, we're kind of talking about charities. And Lindsay mentioned that there's a company called Cully Carriers LLC in Columbia that is collecting jackets, gloves, scarves, hats, and toiletries for an organization called Walking Tall Free Haircuts for Homeless. Um, if you're interested in donating to that cause, you can send toiletries and backpacks. Uh, backpacks in particular are very important, and winter clothing and so on, um, to 18 Converse Drive, Aiken, South Carolina, 29803. I'll put that in the episode description as well. You can also donate online at www.walkingtall.life. Um, also, you know, if just in the area wherever you are, I'm sure that there are organizations around that help the homeless. And so if you donate to those, um, um, Lindsay would definitely appreciate it. I would appreciate it. And of course, obviously they would appreciate it as well. And while I'm talking to you, uh, a couple of plugs that we didn't quite get in, um, you can go to lindsaywalks.com. That's where you can listen to old episodes of the podcast and see pictures Lindsay posts and so on. You can also go to Lindsay's Facebook page, uh, which is Monroe Lindsay. And I think that's about it. You can subscribe to this podcast in iTunes or on your iPhone or in Google Play or basically anywhere that podcasts are found, which might be a better way to keep up with what's going on here rather than revisiting the website. Uh, all right, I've talked long enough, I'm sure. So let's get to the phone conversation. Thanks. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, Jake. Okay, let's start off tonight with a, yeah, I got through the first date. Yay! <laughs> Celebration. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was an exciting moment, <laughs> to say the least. Uh yeah, as dirty and trashy as the border was, <laughs> as you can see in the photograph, yep. uh, and scary because I'm on a very busy bridge with just a shoulder, and the next thing that is safety is the Savannah River. So, you know, it's actually kind of it was scary bridge to cross, but uh, what a bridge to cross because it's, you know, you're crossing over to the next state, and there's a feeling of accomplishment that you know, makes all the bad things that happen go away. Yeah, no. I mean, already <laughs> you've done something that, like, so few people have ever done. Yeah, exactly. So, and it feels like I finished something. Like, even if <laughs> I broke my leg tomorrow, I still walked across the state of South Carolina. So it's nice to have done that. And, uh, yeah, it's an accomplishment. You know, it's nice. <laughs> so that was fun. That was actually, uh, <laughs> it was crazy. Like, I... Because the only reason I could get the South Carolina sign was because I face traffic. Mm -hmm. I, I never have my back to traffic. So I'm watching oncoming traffic, and I'm like, 
damn it, I'm not going to see the Welcome to Georgia sign because I have to be on this side of the road. And I was like, well, that sucks. (laughs) So I left my cart in the median. Like once I kind of came off the bridge, I like left my cart on this like grassy median Mm -hmm. and I ran across the street. Well, busy highway is a better way of putting it. And then ran back to the border to get a picture of the Georgia sign too. Because I was that proud that I was like, yeah. I don't care, I'm doing this. Um, all right. So, anyways, though, where we left off. Right. Yeah. When I talked to you last week, you were stuck in a motel and- in Leesville. Yes, Le- Leesville, Batesburg. Uh, I think even all the towns would agree there's not much going on. It's pretty though. It's it actually reminds me of New England a lot. Very hilly. All the towns around there. Lexington is before there. It's beautiful. It set on the weather two days of like nonstop rain. And today was another one of those like full days of rain. So I sat in this motel and the first day I went out, I got some dinner. I met some lovely ladies at this this little Italian um, restaurant in town. And they were from Saluda and they were just very sweet and wanted to know all about the journey. And we took some pictures and there's some pictures of us on Facebook and they wanted to take me out to the only bar in town in their little town, but I had to go to bed because I had to get up the next morning and finally walk. I had noticed when I got to the motel, there was this like little note on the door and the guy in the room next to me that outside on the door that said, you know, please let me rest. I just got blood poisoning. Like I need to just please no housekeeping, no service. And I noticed his car didn't move for like the whole time I was there. Hmm. So finally when there was no rain, I like went to go knock on his door and asked him I was going to walk to the um, restaurant down the street and like, do you need food? Like he hasn't, I hadn't noticed any movement, you know? Right. So I was like, do you need some food? And he had his door cracked. And so I was like knocking on the door and he's in his car and he's like, I'm over here, sweetheart. And I was like, Oh, hi. Like, how are you? He's like, I'm Buzz. What's your name? I was like, I'm Buzz. He's like, I haven't noticed you creeping around for the last couple of days. You're my neighbor. Yes, I am. I was like, I was going down to uh, get some food. Can I get you anything? I know it's a sign on your door. And he's like, girl, what? Like, where's your car at? I was like, I don't have a car. I'm walking. He's like, you're walking around, and I got a car. And you're asking me if you can go get me something? I was like, yeah. It's like a mile away. No problem. So he's like, get in my car. Let's go get whatever you need. So we get in the car. And he's talking to me. He's staying at the motel because his house burned down. Oh, yeah. His entire house burned down. And I'm like, what? And he's like, it's just stuff. It's just stuff. Like, you could, have, you know, you could be rich, but what makes you rich is the people you meet. He's like, I wasn't afraid of you. That's why I let you in the car. I was like, I could be, I like to keep people on their toes, you know? Mm-hmm. I was like, I could totally be a serial killer. And he's like, still could I? I was like, exactly. So, all right, Awesome. But anyways, he's driving me around. He's showing me the whole town. And he's like, I was born and raised here. You know, and he uh, had some choice words that we disagreed on. But not, like, in a bad way. Just, like, words I would never use. Oh. Yeah. But here's the, one of the nicest people I've ever met. And I'm hearing the N-word and, uh. you know, certain things. And I was like, and I was actually able to say, do you feel comfortable using that word? Like, I wasn't raised. Like, that's a bad word. He's like, oh, you know sorry, sorry, you're from the North kind of thing is what he said. And I was like, okay, all right. I was like, and I'm not going to sit there and like attack him for it. You know, I'm in his world and I want to learn about him. 
the funniest thing about him is he's like, and I don't like that Donald Trump. I don't like Donald Trump at all. I don't like the words that come out of his mouth. I was like, so confused by like this one paragraph of words of like him dropping the N-bomb and then saying he hates Donald Trump because he thinks he says hateful fit, you know? Right. So it was confusing, but I, it's like, you know, it's just maybe the way he was raised. But then his actual heart is somewhere else. I don't know. It, it was very strange. But we had a long conversation about his house burning down and the fact that um, it's just stuff. It's just stuff. And I was like, well, what was the first thing that you wanted to grab? Because most people say photograph. Mm-hmm. He's like, my family never took photographs. I was like, oh, all right. Well, then what? He's like, nothing. But they're, as long as me and, like, my animals are safe, who cares? It's just stuff. And I was like, it's just, it, it, it's, I'm walking around across the country with a tiny little cart of stuff, just enough stuff to survive, you know? So it's like, how much does anybody actually really need? Mm-hmm. So it was just kind of an interesting little, like, conversation. So anyways, then, then I was like, all right, nice meeting you. Have a good one. I get back to my hotel room, and then I'm first thing in the morning, I'm like, I got to put in a bunch of miles. And uh, I'm maybe two or three miles down the road, and this guy pulls up, like, cuts me off of his truck, and it's Buzz. And he hops out. He's like, I told you you weren't supposed to leave without saying goodbye. I'm like, I'm not going to wake you up. I left a note on his uh, car window to say thank you so much for, you know, hanging out with me. And he gives me a necklace that's like, it's a cross which I'm not religious, but the cross with some nails and it's like made out of nails and like copper wiring and stuff. And he's like, put this on, call me if you need anything and call me if you need nothing. Just call me. Wow. Gave me a big hug. And I was like, thanks so much. Put my sunglasses on and then just cried for a good 10 minutes and, you know, called Tim and told him about it and then went on my way. That was that was the best thing that happened in those three days of being held up in a hotel room, you know? Yeah, it really, I mean, tell me if you think this is correct or not. It seems like the parts of the trip where you're, so far that you've been most content have been, like, when you're actually walking or when you're, like, talking to these people. Which... Yeah, meeting new people and and understanding people. Like, I think everyone has good inside of them and... uh no matter what their opinions, religion, any, uh, the way they're raised is, I think we all are good. And it's, I don't think it's hard to find as long as you can look past other things, you know, like I didn't like him using the N word and I called him out on it and he like apologized immediately. And then, yeah, there's just, it's okay to be in a defensive like state of mind. Like if someone's breaking into your house, you should obviously be afraid, (laughs) but like, if you're walking down the street, you shouldn't fear the person who's walking past you at all. Right. Uh, although you've had experiences like that, too. Yeah, but, like, but honestly, in the entire state of South Carolina, it was, like, one car that really, like, made me nervous. You know, because they said something that made me nervous, and right. I had every reason to be nervous. And in the beginning, I was like, oh, no, thanks. Have a good day. I'm good. But I think to judge people right off the bat isn't worthwhile ever. So Buzz, anyways, gives me the necklace, sends me on my way, like, call me if you need anything, call me if you don't need anything, just call me, which I think is sweet, and I do want to get in touch with 
all of these people that I've met and all the phone numbers that I've taken mm-hmm. and let them know I'm okay. You know, like everything's good. Like I've already talked to the Hesselgraves and let them know, like, and they've made comments on my Facebook of like, like I was like, yeah, I crossed the border. And I think it was, uh, Dave Hesselgrave was like, it must've been that Turkey from Thanksgiving that got you all the way there, you know? Yeah. So like, it's nice to continue to have these moments with people that you're experiencing. Cause it, I'm experiencing it with them. So, like I was saying, though, I leave Buzz. Bye, Buzz. Thank you so much. I walked 17 miles, which was my first. That was my biggest day, 17 miles. That was my longest day. And it was because I had the most time to get the hours in. I left the hotel at, like, 8.30 in the morning, and I walked till about 5. And um, this lovely family of, like, 100 people, no, they have, but it's, literally a family of like 15, but at home it's seven kids plus mom and dad. So nine. So plus me is 10, Wow! but they're actually like a family of 15. If you include like adopted children, uh, kids in college. Yeah. 15, I believe. So then, I mean, why not take me? And if you've already got that sure. many running around, right? Like, can you even keep track? <laughs> So this was through, I made a post on my New England School of Photography page saying like, okay, you know, this is our New England School of Photography page. I'm going to make a post to the 500 people here because of the Kevin Bacon thing, like six degrees or seven degrees of separation, you know, come on. And it worked. That's where you went to college yourself, right? Went to photography school. No, after college. So after Keene State, New Math, Amherst, I went to photography school in Boston. Yeah. Okay. So... The Diaz family gets in touch with me because of a girl who also went to D-Zop with me. And so Pam is, like, talking to me like I'm her new best friend already for, like, a day and it's 24 hours before I'm there. She's like, oh, I'll pick you up wherever you need and da-da-da-da. Oh, my God. Like, this is amazing to just be taken in like that, you know? So she pulls up on the side of the road, honking at me, like, let me know if she's the right person. Pulls over on the side of the road. I've got my big cart. Helps me lift this hundred pound thing in, and all the kids are in the car. Oh my god, these are the cutest kids you've ever seen. And so I get in the car, and the first thing is six kids are like, "Why are you walking around the world? Who? Why are you so weird?" Like mm-hmm. all of them had a question immediately. I was like, "I'm not walking across the world. <laughs> I'm walking across the country." Okay, right. Why? Why Why are you doing that? And so then Pam is like, oh, by the way, hi, I'm Pam. I'm like, oh, I'm Lindsay. I'm like already in the car talking to her children. And we like introduce each other, even though we already felt like we'd known each other. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I started talking to them about, you know, I've always wanted an adventure. I read this book by Peter Jenkins, all, you know, all the inspiration and everything else. And they were like, yeah, we, we, okay, we still don't get it. How come you only walked 17 miles today? Why didn't you do more? I was like, how about you kids come for a walk with me tomorrow? Let's see how good you do. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so kids are awesome. Yeah. And it was fun. So we get back home, and she's at Shepherd's Pie. She's like, go take a shower. Kicks her daughter out of her room. Gives it to me. Puts her daughter in the guest room. I'm like, what? Like, I can sleep in the tent outside, or I have an air mattress. I can sleep on the floor. She's like, no. That's your room and your bathroom for the whole, like, time that you're here. I was like, wow, that's so sweet. All the kids, like, just wanted to sit and talk to me. Uh, 
and honestly, within 10 minutes of meeting her husband and like, I, I, Pam has basically told me their entire relationship, like life story. I get there. I meet Tom and he's a um, retired vet. He's Navy. He was a medic in the Navy. And he's talking to me about like this program called Saratoga War Horse that's in their town that helps vets. And he's like almost in tears, like expressing how, how much this changed his life and other vets life within 10 minutes of meeting me. Mm -hmm. I haven't even taken a shower yet. And I'm like having all these, I'm like in tears, like having these like really in-depth conversations uh, with this family. And by the way, it's a really cool program, but anyway, so then we all sit down, have dinner and everything. And they're like, do you mind if we decorate our tree tomorrow? Is that okay with you? Like, kidding i get a little bit of christmas that's fantastic yeah so the next day i go and i walk again and i she picks me up a little bit earlier i was feeling a little pain mm. and takes me home and she's like how's pork chops I, honestly whatever you cook for me it's better than gas station food so just make anything you know sure as many vegetables as possible because i don't get those on the road so then all the kids are like so excited and now they're kind of like my best friends because I've been there for one night. So now we're like super close and we're doing decorations and I, you know, they're having some arguments. All the kids are kind of fighting over like, no, I want to hang that ornament. Mommy gave it to me. Well, I only had three ornaments. You had five kind of thing. And I'm like watching this from in like the parents, you know, stepping in like, oh, my God, would you stop arguing about the ornaments? And they have seven kids that they're trying to, like, you know, divvy out these ornaments to. And I'm an outsider looking in, like, this is so beautiful. Like, A, watching the little arguments between the kids, watching the parents be like, really? Come on, the freaking ornament. You know, like, mm -hmm. just, why are you guys keeping track of how many ornaments you get to hang, you know? And, uh, yeah, it was, it was really, it was very sweet. And, uh it, it, it warms your heart and, uh, cause that's something very personal. I feel like, you know, they're hanging ornaments that like their kids made for their parents, you know, and I'm hanging them with them. So then we drove to some, like we were driving around some neighborhood where there's some house has this amazing light show with like a song on the radio. That's like in tune to it. So Allie's like, I want to sit on your lap. All right, whatever. Let's go. And then we watched Home Alone together. We all watched, had a bunch of popcorn and watched Home Alone. And then the next morning, they all hugged me, wished me on my way, and off I went. And yet again, an, another family that it's hard to leave sometimes. I was like, if you guys want to keep me for like a month, you're just going to have to keep driving me like hundreds of miles. But like, I'll stay because like, I'm so happy here, you know? You get very comfortable. And, and the kids, like, this little girl, Allie, is like, you can't leave. I was like, why can't I leave? She goes, because I love you. And it's like, you just cry. You know, you're like, or you want to cry. Mm -hmm. You're like, well, I'm sorry. I was like, do you want to come with me? And then she did try to jump in my car as I was leaving. All the kids came with me to say goodbye, like, in the car. And all gave me hugs on the side of the road. <laughs> so it was really sweet. 
Yeah. So then I got to cross the border. Once I left them, I crossed the border. I got to walk through James Brown's hometown of Beach Island. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't recommend it as a uh, tourist attraction or visiting ever. Okay. Why is that? Because <laughs> it's a dump. Oh, fair enough. I mean, not that it's a dump. I could show you a picture. I'm not really sure what's going on there. Mm. Well, I mean, I know I heard a little bit historically, like Savannah used to own it, and then like the nuclear power plant made the river, like they put a dam, and so the river went the other way. So then South Carolina owned it because of the Savannah River. I don't know. There's some history behind it. But, you know, apparently James Brown's mansion that his daughter lives in, I guess, is on Beach Island. But I didn't know where the mansion was. There was no directions to it. So I, I walked through the downtown, and there, was, there wasn't much to see. Then I crossed the river, which was awesome. Right. Uh, very exciting. And then I had already set up a couch surfing um, meeting or uh, this girl, Jessica McCoy, who's on couch surfing. She's like the greatest couch surfer ever. I sent out a message in about 10 minutes. She wrote back like, yeah, no problem. Here's my address. Here's my phone number. Call me when you're close. And then she was just like, yep, the basement's open. Help yourself. You know, we're gone, but help yourself to the internet shower, this, that, the other thing. I was like, what? It's usually like a basement apartment, and I've been here now. This is my second night, and yeah, wicked nice people, and they just open their home, and like all the things I read on couch surfing. there's even a note left behind by, it seems like this band called the Quiet Hollers hmm. stayed here before me. And they were like, thanks for letting five strangers stay in your house. Um, and they didn't get to meet her. She was, they were gone for the weekend, but she let them stay at their house. Excellent. Yeah, in a safe apartment. And I actually went on Facebook, and there was like band in South Carolina. So, you know, I'm going to leave a couple of my cards, too. But uh, just really immediate with, like, Southern hospitality. Oh, and by the way, this is the actual first Southern family to take me in. The two other families were both from the north and were connections from the north who have moved to South Carolina. So this is my first southern, actual southern hospitality, if you will, of someone taking me in. Another first. Another first. I'm in a new, I'm in a new state. I'm in an actual uh, house that the people are actually from, born and raised. Like the husband is uh, born and raised like down the street. So it's kind of cool. Excellent. And then I had my first Uber ride with this wonderful woman named Donovan. She picked me up. It was really kind of funny. She's like, because she was talking to me like I was from here. You know, mm. she's like, well, which way do you want to go? I was like, I like, should I get my phone out and Google Maps it? Because she picked me up in this residential neighborhood. You know, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm not from here. I just walked here from Myrtle Beach. And she like stopped the car and kind of looked at me like I'm crazy, like, you did what? <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm walking across the country. This is those really nice people that took me in. And I'm going downtown. I wanted to take pictures, but it's raining. But I'm going to go have some dinner because I ran out of food. And she's like, do you mind? If, I'm not going to charge you. Can we drive around the block and talk a little bit? Because your drive is like three minutes. So let's have a conversation. Then like a friend called and she puts them on speaker and she's like, do you mind if I tell him what's going on? I was like, not at all. So she's like, I've got this girl in the car and she's, dra- she's walking across the country. So <laughs> it was really sweet. And she's like, by the way, okay, I'm dropping you at the whiskey kitchen and bar. 
you should have this drink. And so I went in and I told the bartender, Jesse, I was like, my Uber driver, Donovan, she told me to order this. And it was fantastic. So I had a, a, a couple of them just to make sure it was really good. Yeah, it's great that people are taking so, care of you. Oh, yeah. And Jesse, the bartender, then we talked a little bit. She thought I was crazy, too. I gave her my card. She took really good care of me. And then she came and she's like, do you mind if I have a drink with you while you wait for your Uber driver? She said she finished her shift. She was the lunch shift. So she came and sat with me and we talked for like a half an hour. Uh, And then while I was waiting for my Uber driver, she would pick me up and bring me home. So it was really kind of fun to sit and talk to somebody for a little bit, too. That was nice. (laughs) Excellent. So, yeah. So that's Georgia and the, uh, you know, the end of South Carolina and the beginning of Georgia. So let's see. So we should say that people can find you on Facebook at, what is it? Monroe Lindsay. M-O-N-R-O-E. And then Lindsay is L-I-N-D-S-A-Y. Yeah. And you're posting a lot of photos and and stories and things there. And the really the thing that I think is most fun is seeing the people you run into find you on Facebook and post comments and things. That's really cool. Yeah. Like even the two girls that uh, I had met in Leesburg, Baseville, Gladys and Brittany, they have been kind of commenting on all the things. Like, oh, we're so glad we met you. And they were so sweet. And there's a picture of us on Facebook. And so when you see them comment, it's kind of cool of like, oh, my God, the people she met are actually still, you know, continuing the journey with her. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's really it's a good feeling, you know. It makes you feel a little safer. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to say, uh, um, for like, obviously, I, I am not going to see you on Christmas or and don't really have a way to send you a present, but I was thinking of making a donation to a charity or something in your name. Did, yeah, did you see what I shared something on Facebook? Honestly, and I think that any any homeless shelter or anyone who helps the homeless, that's what they need. So basically what happened is the woman that I just stayed with camp, yeah. her their church, is somebody I think who she goes to church with, actually sent me a message saying, hey, you know, you can come stay with us. And they do, like, haircuts for the homeless, um, you know, so they can go take a job interview, clean up a little bit kind of thing. And they also give out these bags, like backpacks, because just saying, being a little homeless myself, you need a backpack to carry everything, you know. And toiletries, being, you know, being able to, like, clean up or um, brush your teeth or... Um, you know, have antibacterial disinfectant, that kind of stuff is really important. It's uh, with winter approaching, Cully Carriers is collecting jackets, gloves, scarves, hats, and toiletries, and backpacks. We need bag lunches, gloves, hats, deodorants, toiletries, backpacks, everything for 100 people. Um, but, and they gave me a specific address too. So I'll send you all that information too. Great. How does that sound? That sounds great. And okay, I'll put cool. it when I post the episode. But, and these people offer to take me in. So, yeah. <laughs> so if we can help them out and help out other people who are homeless, because like the fact that I keep getting taken in is amazing. But there's a lot of other people who, you know, won't have anywhere to go tomorrow or the next day. So let's, let's at least get them some comfort, you know? <laughs> Especially this time of year. So turn in every week to hear her stories along the way as Lindsay walks across the USA. 